Hi, I'm Kate All, host of the Empowered Agency podcast. I've been an agency owner now for almost 10 years. This is the podcast where I share my wisdom, tips, stories, interviews, and more about the reality behind agency ownership. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less. Let's dive in. Season seven, episode one, does the six to seven figure messaging motivate you? So to kick off this season, I wanted to tackle the topic of what motivates you as an agency owner when it comes to money. Is that the filter you use when you make your money decisions? Is your personal salary, company profit, or something else, the number that you look at? So this season, we're going to take on a few different topics ranging from team interviews with my agency pro students, economic struggles, and where we're going in 2024. I'd love it if you would share this podcast with friends or other agency owners who just need a reminder that they are not alone in this business and that everybody gets to create their own unique agency. I do have a newsletter that comes out every Sunday as a reminder of the podcast and maybe a quick tip or two. But I'll also be releasing the self-study of Agency Pro. I've had people reach out to me and ask about that. And we have decided to put that on a self-study with the membership Agency Masters on the backside where I'll do a lot of coaching. The self-study will also have a Voxer component to it if you need to ask me questions while you're going through it. I just had one person beta through that program and it was great to touch in or to touch base at each point and found that they got through that great and then joined the master's group. And now they're asking questions of everybody else. So if you get on that email list at kateall.com slash subscribe, or you can click the link below in your podcast app, that'll notify you as to when it will be released. But first, let's dive into this season. Does the six or seven figure money message motivate you? So just recently, I came across a post from Maggie Patterson on BS Free Business on Instagram, and it made me reflect on this topic, and I thought it would be a good way to jump into season seven. And the very first slide was screw revenue goals. And it asked the question, what if you focused on your personal salary goals instead of paying for investments or coaching? So let me clarify this. The type of investments that she's referring to and something that she talks about over there on Instagram are high ticket coaching programs that are usually over five figures. So I want to process that with you as most coaching or high ticket messaging kind of revolves around creating a six or seven figure business. So Think of it this way. Um, if you, if I was to say to you, if you join my $10,000 coaching program, that will allow you to reach a six or seven figure business. That is a really, there's a lot in that, obviously, to unpack even in that short statement. So first, what does it even mean with six or seven figure business? It can really mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. It's almost like this elusive or mirage, if you will, mecca, as I referred to it in a recent podcast, of once we reach this goal, we will have arrived. And so if you buy into my high ticket coaching program, you will arrive at this six or seven figure business. Now, was it what it doesn't clarify is, are we talking about 
gross revenue? Are we talking about net revenue? Or are we talking about personal revenue? So I want to give you a little bit of an understanding of how that works for me, how I'm motivated, but I'd like you to think about it when you come across really great copywriting that sells you on this idea of reaching a six or seven figure business. I also want to say this before I dive in. I think it is important if you're going to hire someone to do something that they have reached a stage ahead of you. They have gone before you maybe two or three stages. I liken it to parenting. It's really great to commiserate with those who are in the toddler stage. We're all raising two or three-year-olds. We know exactly what it's like to have a three-nager, and we're completely overwhelmed by the day-to-day. We get each other. But we really don't have any wisdom to share about what's on the other side. So we go to a different parent and we say, hey, you said parent have a seven, eight or nine year old. Can you tell me what it's going to be like when I hit four, five and six? Because right now I'm really struggling and they can give you their wisdom. They can give you their stories. And it's easier for you to get a clearer picture of the future because a few people are saying they're not going to be stuck in the three stage forever. You won't have to cut their pancake into squares one day and into circles the next. It goes away. And there's an amount of calm that comes with that wisdom, right? I see that the same in business is that if I'm growing my business And I want to look out ahead of me, which is I want to look at somebody who's had an agency for 15 or 20 years and ask them, what is that like? I'm just coming upon 10 years in business. Or I might even ask somebody who has a business that does have a higher revenue, a gross revenue than me, or even somebody who has more employees than me. So what we're doing is we're looking to somebody who's done it before us but they're a stage ahead. I don't think there is any problem hiring people in those roles because you have a very specific goal with their coaching. You know exactly what you want. However, the language in our online world can be very deceptive and really, really good. Man, there are some amazing copywriters and marketers out there who really sell you through the written word. And that's great. That's their job. But to Maggie's point, does this messaging six or seven figure, is that the thing that you should be thinking about or considering when you invest in a program? So back to my story. I am the primary breadwinner in my house. My husband has a job too as well, but his job is really to provide health insurance for us because if you are self-employed, you know, paying for health insurance is garbage right now. That's It's so expensive. And when you have five people and you also have one that has high medical needs, that's difficult. So my husband's primary job is to supply insurance, but it means that he doesn't have a high hourly wage. So I make most of the income in our family and I need to make a certain amount for our family to live. But I also know that I should be making a decent CEO salary wage. This is important not only for me, that assumes all the risk of the business, saying if the ship goes down, my family goes down. 
But also as the CEO, I should be the person making the most money, not only to position in the future with our company, to position if we ever decide to sell our agency, to position for other agencies looking to buy. They want to see that an actual CEO is making more money than everybody else, because if they're going to assume the role of CEO, they would like to be making that money, too. Uh, Hopefully that makes sense. However, when it does get hard, I am also the first person to take the hit to keep the company afloat. So ultimately, my salary is also the most volatile at times. At Simple Pin Media, the agency that I run, we do a lot of good work to make sure that that's not the case. But as most of you know, 2023 was hot crazy. And so there was a lot of volatility in what I was paying myself especially even at the end of 2022. I did not take a salary for a couple months and that was that was pretty tough. Um, but we've recovered from that. I digress. Okay, so if I'm looking at an investment and as an agency owner, I'm trying to consider first how this impacts my salary and my family's financial goals and also the salaries of the people who work for me. So I can't just say, yeah, I want to make six or seven figures because that doesn't always translate to cash in my pocket. I am not motivated by top line revenue. I am not motivated by the messaging of six or seven figure profits. I am motivated by a six and I let me rephrase that. I'm not motivated by that top line number. It's just not how I work. So if you were to say, try to reach seven figures, that's not motivating to me. The pathway to get to a great net profit is really motivating to me. The actual cash that stays in the business, super motivating because it not only fuels future investments, but it also fuels my salary. There was a great book. I didn't get through the whole thing, but it was Mike Michalowicz's Profit First. His story in the beginning of looking at just like accounting numbers versus actual cash was really impactful for me. I want actual cash in my bank. Because even if my PL says we should have X amount of dollars of cash, if I can't, I can't pay myself with that. <laughs> so I need to see the monies. For me, I will look at, I will go backwards. So I will say, I need to pay my team this much in order to work with our clients. I need to pay myself this much in order to keep my family afloat. And then after that, when those things are covered, I can make a decision about a future investment. Now, here's a trick that you can deploy in your business. There's two things we like to do. One, we like to save for emergency funds in the business. I also have one personally in our um, personal finances that we keep in a bank. We use Ally Bank. I really love them. They have a great interest rate right now. So we keep that in Ally Bank and it just is socked away and we don't even look at it. It just sits there. In the business, we have one that's a little bit more accessible just in case, but our goal is to grow that to a certain amount so that we can stay afloat in our lean times. Then after everything else is covered and we feel like we've covered our bases, we can begin to invest in an investment type process, meaning, okay, we're going to look to put money into XYZ. This is what we're going to do. We actually just looked recently at some recent investments with kind of audits that we had to do. And we took the places in our business where we felt like things were most broken, if you will, and that we needed somebody to come in from the outside and we needed them to fix it. 
And so they can come in, they can audit for us, and then we have a plan for how we're going to grow. None of those decisions that we made to bring consultants in, to bring a coach in, to bring someone into audit was made based on a figure goal. None of it was saying, if we get this, we will reach X. Sure, it's part of the whole overall process because we have certain revenue goals that we want to hit. But the most important number in our business that we celebrate is our net profit percentage. And we are driven more by what that looks looks like and how that grows than our gross profit. I don't really even, I couldn't tell you what we made in total last month, but I can tell you that we had a 19% profit margin. And that was amazing because we had worked our tails off to get to that point. And so you need to figure out before you read anybody's copywriting, before you think about investing in a coach, what is the most important number to you in your business? And is it related to what you pay yourself personally? And everybody's going to come up with a different decision and everybody's going to choose something that fits them. And that's great. That's exactly what it should be. Having those things in place and knowing what they are allows you to build a sustainable team and grow a long-term business. So I hope this gave you a little bit to think about and process through about how you're motivated, what numbers, what revenue goals, what salary goals really motivate you. Would you take a moment after you're done listening to share this with a friend? I would love to connect with more agency owners and service providers. Those of you who that have emailed me, hello at kall.com. Thank you. Thank you for, for sending me your suggestions as to what types of episodes you want me to record in season seven. Thank you also to those of you who have told me you are encouraged by this podcast and that it is just been such a relief to have you listen to somebody who's gone where you've gone or is just in a place of struggle. So I am happy to be that for you. I'm happy to inspire you, to encourage you, to pass on wisdom to you because I want you to keep growing your business because I know it's hard and I know there's some days where you really want to give up, but keep going. You're wired to do this. You're built to do this. You love the work that you do and you're a business owner and this is ups and there are downs and you're going to get through it. Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening. 